Today's verse is Romans 5.14. Yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was a type of the one who was to come. This is Jonathan Porter. Thanks for listening to Remnant, my daily verse-by-verse devotional. We're working our way through Paul's letter to the Romans one verse at a time, and here we've reached um, another another verse sort of building off of the last one. Uh, so yesterday uh, when I was not feeling well, and I'm still not feeling great, but I'm feeling a little bit better. Uh, thanks for asking. Um, yesterday we talked about verse 13, which talked about sort of what happens in the time between Adam and when the law was was passed down. And, and here, you know, we talked about how that's, you know, how that worked. And uh, Paul's sort of building on that and sort of dismissing that in a way saying, yet death reigned from Adam to Moses. In other words, he's saying, you know, regardless of of how we're classifying that, you know, sin, we're still going to, you know, people still died. There was still death. That's still the like, you know, mortal outcome for, 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 for those who sin. That's the, that's the, um, that's the righteous outcome. Um, if, if you're, if you're, if you're sinning, that's the, that's the right thing that should happen is you, you, you deserve death. And I hope you feel like that, that, that you're an imperfect person and you deserve death and that God's grace is, is a, you know, a saving grace from uh, the outcome that we deserve. All right, so that's the first part, yet death reigned from Adam to Moses. And then the second part's the one I want to focus on, and then we'll touch briefly on the, on the third part, and then because that sort of sets up the verses that are to come. So the second part is, um, even over those whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam. So the difference there, what's the difference between Adam, Adam's sin and then the sin of everyone who came after Adam? until until Moses um, there wasn't law before Moses there wasn't uh, you know there weren't tablets with with only some of the commandments there were no commandments um, the the so the, the the question for those people is what was the difference the difference is Adam had a direct command from God Adam had a direct command that he deliberately disobeyed so we're going to talk about that for a for a couple minutes and then we'll and then we'll move back to um, the last part of this verse that sets up what's what's to come, but um, you know, since we're going to talk about Adam here for for a, a little bit, I thought it'd be you know worth us going back and reading in Genesis exactly um, what Adam and Eve did, because that's the it's as as we'll as we'll say in a couple minutes. Um, there's what Paul is writing is that this is that Adam was a type of the one to come. He was a type, and we'll talk about that. That's a cliffhanger, um, because that doesn't mean exactly what you think it means. Um, So in Genesis 2.16, the Lord God commanded the man, Adam, saying, You may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Um. And so that's the that's the command. Uh, it's a direct command given to Adam. You, uh, you of the tree of the garden of good and evil, you shall not eat. You shall not eat. That's the command. Uh, and then going to Genesis three, um, the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, "Did God actually say you shall not eat of any?" tree in the garden. Uh, 
Note that he's warping uh, God's words. There, he's that's a that's a that's that's a lawyer at at his finest. Uh, and the and the woman said said to the serpent that you know we can eat we can eat trees. Yeah, we can eat trees in the garden. And then God, but but God said, you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden. Neither shall you touch it, lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. And then, as we all know, she she you know ate of the tree. She gave some to to Adam, and then in verse seven, then the eyes of both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loin loincloths. And then they hid from God. They hid from God, and um, because they were embarrassed. They knew what they had done because suddenly they had knowledge of, of good and evil. And they realized, well, we're, we're, we're now, we're the evil ones. And then um, the Lord curses the, 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 the serpent. He says to uh, Eve um, that he will multiply her pain in childbearing. Um, and, then, um, and then to Adam, he says, because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In pain you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat of eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread, till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return." I, I, I'm not a, look, I'm not a biblical scholar here. I didn't like look into this to, to make sure what I'm saying is theologically, scholastically correct or anything, but here's my take. Um, when God told Adam that, um, the day you eat of it, you shall surely die. I, I, I and then he says, you know, now, now that you've eaten, eaten of it, you, you're dust and to dust, you shall return. I think he's talking about death. I think he's talking about God's telling Adam that because you ate of it, you're now subject to death. That's what I think Paul is saying as well. Is that um, is is that uh, is that there's there's now a death that 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 is to come, and, and and of course Jesus came to to fix all of that, to make us back in right standing with with God. And I'm sure the the you know I'm not getting Genesis totally correct, but but there seems to be a a focus there that that there is a um, there's a changing of the guard. There's, you know, now that now that Adam has and Eve had had fallen, death is now a consequence, um, because that's why I think that's why he says, "On this day you shall surely die," and then he, and then at the at the end he says, "You know, to to dust you shall return." Um, but Jesus changed all of that, uh, and that's the that that's the that's the good news here. But I, now I want to close out by by talking about this final. Uh, part of verse 14. I'm going to read verse 14 again so you can just see how it all fits in. Yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was a type of the one who was to come. All right. So um, like we said, transgression of Adam, different. He got a direct commandment. The sinners between him and Moses, they didn't have like a voice from God saying, you shall not do this. Um, death was still the consequence, but that's, that's sort of where they, where they fit in. But 
who was a type. This is saying Adam, who was a type of the one to come. Um, who was to come. So what what exactly does does that mean? It's it, it's not um, it's not saying that like Adam was the first coming and Jesus was the second coming. That's not really what that means. Um, the the word here that that Paul used uh, that we translate as type, um, and I think others translated as as maybe something different. Um, it, the the Greek term is is either typos or typos, t y p o s. Um, what that means is what that means in Greek is a mark or impression left by a sharp blow. Uh, for instance, like a like a uh, a stamp made made uh, by a, a die or a, like a molded figure. Um, the way that the church used this verb typos um, was was essentially like you know this is a person who made it made an impact like a literal impact. Um, it's a it's a marker impression left by a sharp blow, like a dent. This person changed the shape of things for everyone to come. Uh, that's what that's what Adam did. He uh, he changed that he he made all of humanity fall, and he changed the fundamental dynamics of who we are as a people. That's the way that he was a type, a, a dent. He made a dent in humanity, uh, similar to the one who was to come. Uh, Jesus came to fix that dent. He's he's the one who who made a different shift in, in humanity, and that's setting up where we're going next, of comparing um, Adam and Jesus a little bit more. So that's verse fourteen. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, come back tomorrow, starting in fifteen. We're talking about the um, the, the differences between Adam and Jesus. But uh, but I hope you enjoyed this. Thank you.